0: This is Joe renee Feeler. Welcome to today's gifted webinar. feels like I've done this before and guess what I did? (laughs) Anyway, hello everybody. Let's start with a couple nice deep breaths to get us centered into that nice yummy soulfulness that we all have access to. Okay, so please close your eyes, relax your shoulders, and let's take a couple nice deep breaths. And I will do just a brief invocation to get us all tuned up to that yummy source creator God energy that we are a part of. Okay, nice deep breath. Please visualize within your heart space a source of light that is expanding and growing, streaming from Source Creator God energy in its omnipresence directly into your field, directly into your human ball of energy that you operate from in your humanness. Relax your shoulders. Just allow that light to expand and grow to all of the physical layers of you, all of the non-physical, the metaphysical layers of you, helping you tune and acclimate your rhythm to the rhythm of God energy that is the source of all life. Nice job. Okay. Please pull your shoulder blades back so your chest is very open. Rotate your neck just very gently and please have your spine for a moment be very nice and tall like a giraffe, helping you keep that column of energy that helps us run the energy between our lower chakra system and our upper chakra system flowing and moving. Helping the energy of light move within you. Helping it expand your knowingness, your ability to love yourself and others, your discernment, your Access to timeless wisdom that's beyond even your soul into the omnipresence of God. Ah, okay, Hmm. beautifully done. Okay, you can relax your. Uh, your fingers, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes. Just really as a reminder that what we're doing here is uh, based on the physical. It's the humanness that we're accessing the consciousness from and we are desiring, I would encourage you uh, to stay in the body in this experience. There's no need for an out-of-body experience. You just stay right where you are. It's perfect, right where you are is absolutely perfect and divine. Okay, very good. So what are we going to be doing today? Um, for those that are new, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. For those that have participated in my other gifted events, thank you for making it through the registration process. It just felt right to have a have a little step of, of commitment there in registration. Um, But the other change that you'll notice if you've been doing this with me for a while is we're going to trim it down. I don't feel like we need um, an hour and a half or two hours for this. So we're going to do some trimming um, and bending of time a little bit and um, just staying, I want to say more focused in the deeper energies so that we can um, move forward and expand in our lives and have more free time for us, um, for each other and ourselves. Okay. So the focus of today, the primary message of today, is related to our identity, our human identity. Um, It dramatically affects our consciousness, how we view ourselves and how we view others. Okay. So that's what the intent of the, um, of the message today is to help us expand and grow from this experience of knowing ourselves as our omnipresent energy. It makes more room for ourselves and I'll go into more detail about that in a minute. I do want to um, mention that the new website JoeReneeFeeler.com is rolling right along. My awesome admin and I have been extremely busy um, getting all that content <laughs> on the new site there. Um, for those of you that have purchased online classes before, or participated in the multi-week series um, or the individual workshops. that paid content is still on the other site that you know about, and it will be transitioned over to the JillReneeFeeler.com site, but just hold on, (laughs) be patient with me please, and where it is right now is where it will stay until we are ready to kind of tick that box. That's a big project to move over all that content to the the member portion of the new site. So um, I'm not going to take anything away until it's ready in its new place, and if you've paid for something before, you definitely will not have to pay for the same thing again. That doesn't even make sense to me. Um, So just be patient, and um, I appreciate your patience with that. All right, lots of exciting things going on. Um, Events on the news site is the best place to check that out. Uh, we, let's see, I was on uh, John Burgos's Beyond the Ordinary a few weeks ago on March 17th and uh, uh, yeah <laughs> you want to catch that replay if you missed it and you can do so easily by just going onto the website under events March 17th. There's still a registration link you can use and at the end of the season which is coming up you're gonna get all the replays not just my interview with him but the others for free and I'm not aware of other other um, of the big time some of us that are doing that so applause to John for uh, breaking the mold a little bit it makes sense. Um, the special offer that we put together for that by the way is the recordings of the Platinum Age Retreat in Park City, Utah September of last year and I hadn't offered those to anyone else other than those that participated. So if you missed that <laughs> that that interview with John or the special offer please go check it out it's still available. And then on April 9th coming up, um, I will be a guest on Healing with the Masters with Jennifer McLean. And I'm extremely honored to be joining that event um, and sharing with her audience, and which maybe some of you are part of her audience as well. And I have another very special um, offer for that experience that I haven't offered anywhere else um, other than the direct participants either. So um, stay tuned (laughs) and check it out. Go register again, events on my website April 9th, and you'll be able to register. right there. So I'm extremely excited (laughs) about that one. There's just a lot going on Um, in general. I'm sensing for all of us so much growth, so much Uh, permission that we really have right now to rewrite our stories. So I encourage you to consider which parts of your life do you feel are going so beautifully and which parts of your life do you feel like you want an adjustment or an upgrade. I love to help people with the upgrades and the updates and the rewrites um, in their sense of self, their sense of purpose. Um, Wherever there's uh, more opportunity for more love and more self-love, I'm there for you. (laughs) And all of it matters. It really does. So please keep that in heart in terms of um, your, your ability, the authority that you have to make dramatic change in this lifetime that uh, truly in other timelines it would have required another incarnation to do so. So let's use this to our advantage, yes? I know I am <laughs> rewriting my story as I feel led uh, consistently, uh, routinely, almost like a butterf- butterfly that's consistently going through motions of, of recreation. Um, yeah, this is how we do it. <laughs> it. Reminds me of that Katy Perry song. This is how we do, do do this is how we do it. Sorry, I don't normally break into song, but <laughs> Katy gets me moving. <laughs> okay, very good. So let's launch into this special topic here. I don't have uh, a large amount of notes. I probably have 20 words um, to keep me focused on what I wanted to share here. And what I'm going to be doing, let's just relax our shoulders and I'll close my eyes. And what I'm doing here is just going deeper within my heart space to the omnipresence of Source Energy Creator God. <sighs> for the message for us today, a God who loves us and cares about us and certainly wouldn't abandon us in our humanness. A God that is always caring and loving and wants what be- what is best for us and honors the free will that we are offered in this very unique and often strange reality called earth okay <sighs> yes we are we're on the eve of easter happy easter everybody mm-hmm. What a perfect time to talk about transformation. Jesus Jesus just said, I agree. <laughs> okay. So the role of self-identity. How we literally identify ourselves matters dramatically for the version of energy that we are accessing. Okay. So let's give some very pragmatic um, kind of, um, ways of looking at this. Prior to my activation and my personal experience, I literally identified myself by all the human roles that I play. Mother, wife, um, successful business person and in corporate, it's not just America, it was a global company, so corporate global, and um, let's see, how else do I, did I identify myself? It were, it was mainly things of this earth. In other words, the things that once I'm done here as Jill, once I drop this body suit and return to an omnipresent state, Yes, an omnipresent state, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> there is um, an, an ending to all of those roles. When we are, when we are not, it, when I'm not Jill anymore, when I'm done with this journey, I will not be a mother anymore. I won't be a sister, I won't be a daughter, I won't be a wife. I will have transitioned into another state of my being. Now that truth doesn't mean that I devalue my roles as a mother, as a wife, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, um, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a facilitator of change, um, as a visionary, as a healer, as an intuitive, all those things. Those parts of my life are very much um, now in a state of balance with what I know of as my eternal energy. So please just I want to say take stock for a moment and you may even want to pause this if you're listening to it in archive or make a note to come back to this section if you're listening live to evaluate how you know yourself. I'm not talking about how you introduce yourself to others although that's relevant and we talk about that in the Embracing the New Energy series Um, but more about how you walk around on an everyday normal basis Thinking about yourself, contemplating yourself, and knowing yourself. Okay? Are you a fellow traveler of Source Consciousness, also in human form? Is there a part of your identity that is um, an underappreciated light worker? that never gets um, his or her dues um, you know, fair shake in life because of the way this reality works. That's a pretty sad archetype to work from. I highly encourage you, you get out the big eraser on that one and rewrite it. <laughs> it all becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And whenever we are identifying ourselves primarily or even solely from the human aspects of ourselves, we are limiting our ability to know ourselves, and operate from the source energy that we are. We don't stop being source creator God in form when we incarnate, but that had been the game in the separation age that we're now coming out of. That's how this age transitions, my dear friends, is by those of us that are aware of another way of being and knowing ourselves being it actually creating a new way for ourselves of being human that feels one with the human race and any other ways that we know ourselves in our human in our humanity while also embracing and accepting and making room for the source energy components the metaphysical components of what we are when we're not in knowing ourselves as human that changes Everything. Everything. Uh, let's talk... Phys- mm, that's not really physically, metaphysically about what this looks like. Energetically what this looks like is the size of your field. I can tell from the size of someone's energy field, which I sense, slash know, slash see, how they are identifying themselves. Those, if I were to see me (laughs) in my pre-activated, pre-awakened state um, when I was maybe 37 years old, um, around 2007, I would have seen a very tightly (laughs) wound ball of energy that encapsulated my human. So I would have been still five foot nine and a half Jill, (laughs) but my energy field, my aura, as some know it, would be really, really small, not too far off the body. And then from the moment I realized that there was a bigger uh, almost like limitless, so bigger is like an understatement, it's it's a never-ending sense of energy that is our source-ness. And then your energy field, just being aware of that, you can allow yourself to grow energetically and expand. And everything changes from there. What hung you up in terms of relationships changes. Um, for example, let's say you had a contentious relationship with one of your parents um, or a sibling or a loved one of any, of any type or even a friend or neighbor. When we're in that smaller, tighter energy field, those um, points of tension seem huge. They seem magnanimous and we spend a lot of energy focusing on them and kind of beating our heads against the wall over and over and over again because the pattern is still stuck, because the energy that you're bringing to it hasn't changed. Okay, it will stay stuck because the energy of the other person, we can only control ourselves. So let's say it's a neighbor with a barking dog that they don't take control over. That neighbor, I I wouldn't recommend you count on them changing and uh you can go through all the motions of you know calling the authorities calling you know animal control all those things my sense is you're not going to make much uh, much headway there but when you start to change the energy field around you actually does start to change or what used to bother you and drive you nuts doesn't drive you crazy anymore you have a different appreciation for it So there's a deeper part of you that sees that same set of facts differently than that tighter, tightly wound human version of um, just the humanness that's not connected to the omnipresent states. The deeper levels of you, the soulfulness of you, can take a totally different look at the neighbor, the barking dog, the choices that you have in it, Um, it just sees the bigger picture so that you don't feel so under the situation, so disempowered, so out of control, Um, like you have no say in the matter, and you just wish it would stop, you're just praying it would stop, but you feel totally helpless in the situation. That's the way most of humanity lives, you guys, right? And I'm guessing all of us have some component of experience in that, either in our past, present, um, or maybe even still ongoing in our future. Every single opportunity there is um, a blessing, if you really look at it, because it's begging you. It's like like your higher self knocking on your door, saying, okay, this looks this way from that dimensional state. Your humanness is fired up about something. What's another way to look at the same set of facts? What's another perspective that can be offered? What does your higher self think about this? What does your, the source energy of source creator God, what is that perspective of the situation? Yeah? Now a pitfall with this type of interdimensional viewpoints is that sometimes we try to escape from what is in our face, what is on our doorstep and that can lead to problems because we start to get we start to want to disconnect, want to disconnect from our humanness. We want to get out of the body suit. We want to pretend we're not human. We want to disassociate with anything that feels like um, the lowest vibrations of humanity, including even in ourselves, trying to disassociate from the, the layer within us that gets annoyed and driven crazy by a neighbor's dog barking. Um, when we're trying to rest or meditate or get work done or whatever. Just enjoy peace and silence in our own homes, right? It's not that it's not justifiable. It's just that there's, there is another way to um, see the situation and move energy in your favor, okay? All right, but those options, that free will that you do have in every situation isn't accessible from that more tightly wound layer of energy, okay? All right, let's relax our shoulders for a moment here. So in every situation where we feel powerless, helpless, out of control even, just pause for a moment and recognize that I'm guessing 99% of the time the energy field that you're operating from is that tighter ball of energy. And that in those situations, you can literally rest your hands like on your knees or on your heart and just say, okay, show me another way to do this, to be me in this situation. Because I don't like getting annoyed. I don't like getting angry. Um, I don't want to literally poison the dog next door, even though part of me when want to. You know, whatever, wherever you're at, right, I'm just, you know, hypothetical, obviously. Um, that opens you up energetically to other layers of you that you may not even known have known were there, right? So, <laughs> I can hear some of your beautiful, logical, left hemispheres of your brain saying, but how can that happen? How is that actually even possible? I will answer to the beautiful left hemisphere of your brain that it won't know until it tries. <laughs> it is possible. The left hemisphere of the brain wants to do everything in a linear fashion. It feels like if it hasn't experienced it yet, it needs to have a class, it needs to have a teacher, it needs to start in kindergarten and grow its way up, way up to the PhD level so that it can become masterful at something. And I would take that whole paradigm and just like unclick it from the Legos, put it off to the left and say, yeah, that's one way to do it. It's really slow, (laughs) not as evolutionary, not nearly as progressive, and it's not as fun, (laughs) frankly. So what if, and of course I know this is true, but you may not know this is true, and I'm honoring that, um, that you have the choice of considering this for yourself, whether you want it to be true for you. What if there are actually all these other layers of you that you have available to you in this lifetime, that you haven't played with, didn't know about, and have full access to. And they are ready to go, like a 16-year-old with a brand-new Porsche, fully paid for, keys in the ignition, ready to go play, and hopefully a road like the Audubon, where there's a really high speed limit, (laughs) so you can get the fullness of that horsepower of the Porsche. What if that's true? I'm telling you it is. There's no other explanation. Literally even logically that I have for why I was able to do and why I am able to do what I what I do On a regular basis and what I did even from that very first intuitive reading I did with having no experience with it I I. It just was there it was like a gift and it was I just like walked into it and it was like <gasps> It's perfect. And I was like sitting behind a Porsche saying, oh my gosh, I'm never driving my other car again. (laughs) I never want to drive that old car again. There is a faster, (coughs) more divine version of you that you may not have allowed yet into your field, into your identity, and into your experience. And I'm encouraging you to make room for that. And there's no one right way to do it. So I'm just going to give you multiple ways that you can go about it. But your brain will not be convinced of it until it experiences it for itself. So here's the fun part. You've actually done this before. Think of all the times where information just came to you, and you trusted it, and it was perfect and you knew it wasn't something you ever knew before, but you just had an answer or a perspective or an insight for yourself or for somebody else. And part of you is probably thinking, well, that was pretty good. (laughs) That was pretty good right there. I'm pretty good. Uh, Wow, where did that come from? That came from you, (laughs) another divine layer of you that for whatever reason you were open to in that moment, and you can live there, you guys. You can live in that space. That doesn't mean you choose it but you do have access to it whether you choose it or not does not deny its existence does not deny the authority you have over it and never revokes your sovereignty to be in it. It's yours. Your soulfulness available to you in this reality is 100% yours. And if you don't claim it it's like vacant space. Why wouldn't you claim it? Why wouldn't you try it out? Now some are probably not trusting themselves. Some are probably concerned that somehow it's against God. I know that fear. I do. So let's talk to that fear if it's there for you. One key hallmark of a separation age is that we are here in a human experience forgetting that we are one with source creator energy that we are spirit god that we are the holy spirit no matter what we do or don't do no matter where we go to church or whether we've never been to church even if we've been kicked out of church it doesn't it doesn't matter to the holy spirit claim that you are as energy part also of that separation age was making us fearful of anything that felt like it could be of a non-light, an anti-light, or what some in the Christian religion would probably call evil energy. There's so much fear of evil, of what's called Satan, um, satanic influences and all those things. Jesus is right here. I'm encouraging you to give yourself more credit that yes, anti-light slash what I know of as lack of light influences can be very cunning, can be very sophisticated, and do involve trickery. There's, There's no need to deny that. It's real. It's real in this reality. But your ability to know what God energy feels like, what the Holy Spirit would guide or say or influence in your life or in others lives. You know that better than you think you do. The churches, the synagogues, the temples, the mosques, all institutions of organized religion in even New Age religion or New Age spirituality if some are hesitant to call it a religion, New Age thought, are they're all riddled with challenges of personal connection and personal claim of the sovereignty to which you are entitled as your birthright. So they all have their challenges um, and I'm guessing everyone that's listening to this has some personal experience with that. That was part of the age. That was part of the separation age. This age changes by claiming the light of God that you are, that you've always been and that you will always be. And again, from Jesus's perspective, that doesn't take anything away from him. It actually glorifies the light of God that he is, that he was, and that he will always be across all timelines in all realities. That's why he was here, was a demonstration for us of the light of God that he demonstrated and animated there's a part of me as Jill that actually gets frustrated that that's so hard to see and yet simultaneously I have so much honor for the genius ways that we did separate ourselves from knowing ourselves as source energy we did it almost too well in some ways and what a perfect time right now with how transformational the energies have been um recently no matter when you're listening to this by the way because they're going to continue to be transformational in various ways. That ability for us to truly embody and know ourselves as light, as spirit, as love is only guarded and gated by your own belief in it. So wherever your beliefs keep you out of a personal connection, a personal claim, of the light of God being something that you are not only entitled to, but you are deserving of it. That wasn't why he died. That's why he lived. The glorification of his death was a perpetuation of the separation age, making us feel guilty and shameful at the price that someone that is so loved and so honored had to pay because we were so bad, so sinful as a human race. That's an ideology friends. That was an experience we were having. It wasn't our identity. Your identity as God knows us, is pure light in stages of awareness. This reality was created with cycles that include the ability to forget, the ability to be unaware of the light that we are. It shaped everything about this reality. Every single thing. Education, other institutions, relationships, parenting, all of those things. And Every single one of us has souls that chose to incarnate at this time knew that that was the structure, the paradigm that we would be born into. Some souls would be born into that paradigm knowing that that's just the status quo and they were, they knew it and they were going to have a very interesting hopefully amazing experience that all of Source in its omnipresence benefits from and can expand from. Okay? there's nothing to save in that context. Now saying that, that there's nothing to save, doesn't mean that there aren't things here that I also want to fix, that I also want to upgrade and update. But my identity, my identification of not just me but of all life as a representation of source energy in human form at various stages of knowing or forgetting, that we all have an individual opportunity to claim the light that we are. And I can't do that for anyone else but me, but I will do everything I can to help others remember that choice, to help them consider it, and to help possibly even guide them through it so that they can live like this. It doesn't mean all my problems go away. It doesn't mean everything is perfect. It doesn't mean I'm perfect, but the level of love, of God's love that I allow into my field, through my heart, not through my crown, not through my feet, me, an extension of God, feeling that love of God, For me and for all others, I would never want to go back to that totally type A, tightly wound and not so bad version of myself from 2007 to 2008 and all the years before that. She was pretty good. I mean, I love that Jill. And yet this Jill, I feel so much more alive and I know a lot of you have had your own version of this experience yourself and that's why we see each other right we either have it and we love to interact with others that also feel it or we sense it's available but we're not sure how so we watch things like this to hopefully get inspired or find another way to unlock our doorway to the light of God that we are if you're in that latter category looking seeking It's not nearly as hard as you're making it I can assure you you're looking for a key that you already have you are the key your choices your beliefs your truths they are what gets in the way of us knowing ourselves as source energy of us knowing ourselves as creator and creative And again, this takes nothing away from the glory of God, the glory of Allah, the glory of any religious context of the Supreme Being in any monotheistic religion. It actually does the opposite. It does everything to glorify the source creator God. Yes, by restoring it in human form in this reality, there is no greater, I want to say blessing or feeling or reciprocation of love that we can give back to the source energy that we are. That's not a burden. That's not an obligation. It's just a responsibility. And as a dear friend of mine who recently transitioned, Reverend Rhonda Smith used to say, responsibility is just responding to your abilities, your soulful abilities, which is still what you are, even while you're human, okay? (sighs) Okay. I want to circle back a little bit to relationships because I want to make sure that we amplified that point. We gave a random example of of a neighbor with a barking dog, but just think about for a moment how this level of identifying yourselves as, A walking, talking, hugging, loving, thinking, discerning, representation of source energy. What that sense of identity can add to the level of love that you feel for others and that you receive from others. We are so guarded in our humanness in so many ways for very good reasons by the way. We each discern for ourselves what feels healthy, what feels um, joyful and makes us happy. And the level of love that I choose to feel for other people and share with other people is an ongoing choice that I have. And that, uh, I want to say wattage, (laughs) goes off the charts once we start to claim that light of God that we are entitled to and offered in this reality. So the way that I love, not just as a mother, but eternally, my children, and our pets, and my husband, and you, it's... I couldn't even have guessed that I could feel this way from within human form. And yes, sometimes it feels like I'm going to melt this bodysuit right to nothing, to a puddle of goo on the floor, God goo. Because it, I don't know if it can hold the level of love, the level of light that I feel sometimes. But so far, so good. (laughs) So far, I'm still here. (laughs) So are you. So we must be doing something right, Um, probably more right than we can even imagine. Okay. All right, let's relax our shoulders for a moment here. pull your shoulders down away from your ears, please. (sighs) Spine nice and tall like a giraffe. Okay, very good. Ah, All right. Hmm. Okay. Let's do a brief meditation slash activation here to kind of settle in more of the energies that we've offered here. It just does it in another way. Okay, so I invite you to close your eyes and um, palms up, um, please, on your lap or on your knees a position of receiving <laughs> from your source, from your source energy. The Source Creator God. And let's take some nice deep breaths please. Okay, we've got a few steps to, to play with here. Okay, so with your eyes closed, please imagine between the two Um, hemispheres of your brain, an infinity symbol where it's almost like wings of like a dragonfly or butterfly with one wing on the right side and one wing on the left side and a beautiful connection, a union at the middle, right in the middle of our brains, right smack dab in the middle. Beautiful. Okay. And now we're just running some energy in that infinity sign. Wonderful. And now we're expanding it so it's not flat. Um it's more like a donut. Yeah. So we're coming at the front, we're coming at the back. beautiful. And now we're expanding that donut to be much bigger than your brain. We're having that that inner um, openness column of creator, goodness of the, the whole of the donut stemming all the way down to your heart chakra. So the donut is quite large now. That feels good, great, okay, now making the donut even bigger so it drops it down to your third chakra, now including the second, now including the first, remember it's still staying in the brain area, the mental area, your intellectual center, but it's also expanding to include these these other chakra points so we've definitely got the root chakra going here. Now it's just going through a huge amplification where it goes all the way down to maybe 10 inches below the soles of your feet and about 10 inches actually now about 20 inches above your crown chakra so you have got a really really big donut here. It's nice and wide. It's a super structure. Very good and the column of your spine and if you're we're like a a toothpick nice tall and straight standing the you would be smack in the center of that gap in the middle of the donut and the energy is just moving and cycling and flowing with divine guidance helping you move the energy to assimilate the soulful layers of you helping you activate the God energy the sovereignty vibration within you again keeping your eyes closed Okay, now what was that? How do I describe what I just saw there? Okay, you're doing great. Stay right where you are please. Uh, The donut is twisting like inside out and then back where it was and then inside out and then it's also um, separating in a way where it's almost like an hourglass where there's a top portion and a bottom portion and it's spinning and rotating almost like a baton. truly assimilating us to the reference points that are beyond the time-space continuum. That makes sense. Okay. Beyond this reality, beyond this, hmm, beyond any version of a sense of self, a sense of identity, that was ready for an upgrade, ready for an update. Yeah, those batons, it almost, it looks like like when you see in physics, like the structure of an atom, and uh, there's just a lot of motion here with um, the polar, yeah, the poles shifting and moving, and they're fluid, they're very dynamic, they're not rigid, they're not rigid. And this movement and structure will stay with you as long as you will allow it to be. It'll help you reevaluate your sense of self, it'll help you re view who you are like taking an inventory in your life of what's working and where you'd like some help or you'd like some upgrades and it's helping you um, conceive and create an upgraded version of self to replace those that feel limiting in any way to help you expand more fully into the creator energy that you truly are helping you feel it helping you own it and helping you operate from it more readily more consistently in all facets of your human life. All of it matters, remember, like we said at the beginning. Okay. Oh, nicely done. Just you may want to rotate your back a little bit, just twisting a little bit like from side to side. Okay. And rotating your shoulders, rolling them backwards and rolling them forwards. Rotating your wrists, rotating your ankles wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes, wiggle your earlobe. I don't want to bump the microphone. Okay, very nice. You may want to just tap the crown of your head uh, like strumming your fingers for a moment on the top of your head. Okay, Mm. and you can open your eyes if you haven't already. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What a nice surprise this was today. I love that. (sighs) Okay. All right. Woo! Okay, so let's just, um, let's wrap things up in about 10 minutes here. And I will allow those 10 minutes for questions that um, I feel led to take. Okay, so you can use the box. Hmm. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All right. So if you are in the, um, on the live call and you've called in via Skype or phone. Um, pressing star 2 raises your hand and then I can see if you have a question and then when you're done with your question you can put star 2 again and then it'll let me know that you're that you're complete. Okay. This is awesome. Maybe we just feel so good. Okay, I'm going to give a few more minutes here. Okay, I have someone from, I think it's Oshawa, Ontario on the line. Can you hear me? Hello? Hi, what's your first name? Hi Caroline, how are you? Good. And thanks for your patience with the technical difficulties we had earlier by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the phone asking uh, by the computer I, was asking about about the the I appreciate your <laughs> I saw you <laughs> very good. So Caroline, what's going on today? What can what can we what do you want to talk about? Hm. Mm, nice. I know many of I I know my gifts the work the Ontario government also. I'm just putting my games together as an energy worker and a communicator with your and all that. Got it. And Caroline, I just first want to honor you um, being on your path that long and um, it takes a lot of courage and independence, especially 12 years ago. The energies were very different <laughs> from what I'm shown from my from my connection. The energies were very different 12 years ago than they are now. So I just wanted to applaud you and honor you and thank you for setting some of the energies in motion that allowed those of us that came on later on to do it possibly even easier because of the role that you played there. So I just on, on, want to honor you, sister. Thank you. I feel in my heart. You're welcome. Okay, so let's talk about the anxiety medicine. Um, what I'm feeling from your higher self and my higher self, our, our, our kind of unioned connection there, is a level of trust and safety that you feel here in this reality. Um so I'm going to ask you some questions and if you don't want to answer um, on on this call you don't have to but if you want to that's fine and we'll keep going um, with the kind of series of of dialogue here Do you feel safe here Caroline to be this expanded version of you? I did not in the past. Okay. But I'm, I'm starting. Good. Oh, I feel that. And do you know what just happened there? When you said, I'm starting to, I actually felt that, uh, that pull that we were playing with earlier, that baton kind of feeling. I feel it like, gosh, I was almost like cramps in my stomach. I feel it's like moving around in your second and third chakra, opening things up energetically for you to feel more of that divine um, support that you we always have in missions like this even when it doesn't feel like we have it it's like you are more open to it right now and you're calling it in you're receiving it and that oh this is a game changer and I'm super excited for you so the anxiety medicine I love it that you're just to one pill a day that's less than you were taking before is that true okay nice Nice job. Okay. All right. <laughs> so your team is like, it's scary to go off those. And I assume that you're under a physician's care. I am. Okay. Have you spoken with your physician about your desire to kind of wean yourself off it and try things out? Yeah. Okay. And are they supportive of you doing that? Okay. You're in good hands then sister. This is good. Um, so what I'm feeling really strongly is that, over the next two weeks, it's like a, not yet to the trial period, but to a, it's like a contemplation period of, huh, by April 15th, will I feel confident enough that I am safe here and that, yes, this is a kind of crazy reality in a lot of ways, but I would never have come without the devices, um, you know, metaphysical uh, support and divine energy to, guide me and encourage me and inspire me even in the hardest moments of my human journey and we can be thankful for um, all the kind of versions of support in our humanness while we also are discerning and saying you know what that kind of support doesn't feel good anymore. Um, So you have a two-week period that that I feel like your, your team is recommending to you to explore the possibility of taking a couple days without it, whatever your doctor doctor recommends around April 15th. And if it were me, I would want to make sure I have an energy healer like on deck and maybe even pre-schedule some appointments. I know that you are also a healer and thank you for sharing your gifts in that area with this world. And I also hope that you are, that you have someone that you can receive those gifts from um, in a like manner. Does that make sense? on a scale okay yeah <laughs> yeah uh oh, that's awesome very good and on a scale of 1 to ten, ten being super confident that you're willing to try this out and see how you feel How, where do you think you are on that scale of confidence? A hundred. I love that. I love that. Now in that two weeks, I'm also feeling like there might be some other adjustments that you want to play with. It might be related to nutrition or daily movement, getting time for nature, taking care of yourself, more self nurturing. Is that, does that resonate with you? Uh, Okay. good. And and oh, nice. Oh, I just felt your horses, and they were like, we've got her back. <laughs> we we want to help her with this. I love that. Oh, Caroline, what an honor to talk with you today. I just, I'm so excited for you, and please send me an email to update me as things progress, okay, because I want to know. And anyone else who's I heard you on, on uh, with John a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and to on, uh, Jennifer McLean, uh, and... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for that. I feel that too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Caroline, thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to all of us. Oh, yummy, yummy, yummy. Mm, So good. So, so good. Okay. Okay Myrna from Sherwood Park is saying, I'm continuing to join together even with my other selves now. It's a little hard to stay out of the stories but hope this all helps. I read somewhere to think of people like trees (laughs) and I don't judge. Just enjoy and be present so that's what I'm attempting while I attempting while I do this. Myrna congratulations on that and that's a whatever works right in terms of there's so many different games we can kind of play to look at unconsciousness and what it is and what it represents and that it doesn't have to feel like an opposing antagonistic force against our light. Um, it doesn't have to feel like that but sometimes it does. <laughs> um, so finding ways to do that. There was one um, a close, a close person in my life I, I knew and her team her higher self shared with her a few years back, actually several years back at the beginning of my, my doing what I do. Um, she tended to be very judgmental and she was, she is, and was super, super smart. I mean like wicked, like intellect, right? And she judged people based on their intellectual ability. Not a good idea, by the way. (laughs) I don't recommend that. Um, So she had a really hard time because she's so smart. She was regularly coming into people that she would see as, as my 12-year-old would say, habitudinous. That's Olivia's favorite word. Habitudinous is a beautiful euphemism for not so smart. (laughs) So she was running into habitudinous individuals routinely given that she's relatively so so intelligent and she was judging them as a result of it, um, thinking that somehow she was superior and they were less than and she was annoyed by them. And it was funny because as I was doing a reading for her um, what came through is they said um, there was I think a boss that she was working for at the time and this boss actually was also smart but she was also kind of a uh, I want to say unpredictable uh, and not so structured in uh, unreliable and that's not great to have in a boss, an unreliable boss, right? Uh, So what they recommended to her is that she think of that boss like um, I think it was a lemur or like a monkey um, kind of bopping around and flitting around all over the place and for this person, for the client, she loved animals. So the minute she was able to kind of imagine um, her boss like a monkey, she allowed the love in, which ideally it's there in the beginning, but it wasn't in this case, and that's what we were trying to help her reconnect with. Um, she felt for the, the monkey-ish kind of energy of like losing train of thought and not maybe following through on things, and oh, that looks fun, that's pretty, shiny object, you know, um, kind of approach. And her relationship from herself towards that person changed, and her relationship at her work changed as a result of how she was re-energizing and reorienting herself related to that person. The other person probably didn't change at all. She didn't need to. She was just being her, but the client had a huge upgrade available to her as a result of looking at things differently. So yes, Myrna, if you, (laughs) whoever wrote that where you read to think of people like trees, if you love trees, I'm guessing you do, (laughs) then yes, do that. Whatever works. People move and trees don't, but hey, if that works for you, that's great. (laughs) Okay, John. Hello, John from Kitchener. He's saying thank you for all the yumminess, Jill. Okay. Okay. Um, This will be the last question here. Sue is saying hello I'm having a difficult time finding a safe loving home. Where do I go? Where do I even look? The housing prices are so high where I want to be that I feel like I need to leave the people I love to get safe. So what I'm actually feeling is that this isn't about geography. This is kind of relating to what we talked about with Caroline, that your sense of safety isn't about where you live, it's about how you are feeling in your own body suit and whether you can trust that you are safe here. Um, that that's a deeper topic and I could feel that there's several layers of that related to childhood and related to even parallel lives and beliefs and truths that are kind of intermingled in that mix of not feeling safe. My sense is that you could live in the, the nicest place you could imagine with amazing security and amazing even like a guard at the gate and you probably still wouldn't feel safe. Um, So there's something deeper going on here and um, that to me is beyond what I have time for um, in a call like this but uh, please know I'm here for you if a private session feels good. Um, But there's definitely a big opportunity there. I'm glad you're asking for it and trust that you will receive the support that you're looking for from wherever really you're open to receiving it. Okay but there's some layers in there that could be readjusted. It's going to be a big um, it's going to require a lot of commitment on your part. That doesn't mean it has to be hard, but I can tell that your your beautiful brain, and I see that you're very smart, is very caught up in the details of what makes you unsafe. And it's almost like you've identified with that in some ways about why you're not safe here. So it's become part of your persona, part of your identity, that it is not safe here for you. In like, here in this reality, it's a bigger than issue than than I'm sensing where you live. Um, so you can do it. I see you. I see you as your higher self. You're very, very strong, and yet you're not feeling that strength for you as Sue. And that's what, I mean, if I'm the lucky one that gets to do a private session, if you decide to schedule one, I would love to help you with that. I love, I love to do things like that in my work. And it can be game changing. Yes, but some of those patterns, they do take a consistent approach to really redirect the energy so that it doesn't fall into the old grooves of self-limitation and self-doubt. Okay. All right, beautiful people. Oh, it was my goal to trim this thing down so that it didn't require like 90 minutes to two hours that I feel so good about what we did. And we just started like an hour ago. So yeah, Woo. woo, 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 very good. Okay. So, let's um, just say goodbye here and I'll <laughs> mention my website, Um There are several different things coming up. Caroline, again, mentioned the John Burgos interview and the Jennifer McLean interview that's coming up. There's another telesummit I have coming up in May and um, on my website under events is the best place to figure out um, what's happening when. And, of course, there's the newsletter. You guys, I've become just very (laughs) focused on keeping um, my peeps, you guys, informed about what's going on and what's available where through my work. So if you're not signed up on the newsletter, why? (laughs) Why are you not signed up on the newsletter? There's, There's a discount right now available on private sessions for one private session through the end of the year 2015 and I know there's many of you that have not used that yet so my goodness I'm here my calendars on the on the website. So sign up for the newsletter, please. And that's the best way to stay connected. And I am sending out newsletters more regularly. Some of you don't like that. And I honor you and your decisions about what feels right to you, okay? Um, I'm I'm doing what I'm feeling is right, all right? So on the website here, let's see, there's the store. We have um, a new set of what I was calling the Edna series, the Embracing the New Energy series is coming up at the end of April, and we're doing it a little bit differently this time. Um, I'm calling it Living Life as Your Higher Self, the core series, and we are going to uh, compress that baby into six weeks instead of ten. I don't feel like it needs to take ten weeks, and I feel very good about compressing it into a six-week experience. It's still the ten sessions, so uh, how many, there's two weeks, where we'll double up um, and do uh, multiple sessions within one week. Um, We can do it. We're good. (laughs) And it's all archived. So if it ends up where you need to hear it again, that's why it's there in archive. Lifetime access, people. (laughs) Okay. So that is right there. Here's the coupon right over here. The book Openly Divine has been supporting many of you and I'm so glad to hear it. Private sessions can be booked right here within the store. And that is super simple to do. You can pay right there. Uh, Testimonials, for those of you that are new to my work and want to hear what others have said in their reviews, they're all just right here, just waiting for you um, to consider what feels good. The blog section, we have articles and gifted webinars like this one in that section. Interviews. I love interviews. (laughs) I do. Um, I love the questions that people ask and um, one, oh, this is outdated, isn't it? Okay, I need to get busy on this. There's a recent interview I did with Daniel Eisenman. Um, He and his brothers created this awesome brand called the Raw Bras, and Daniel interviewed me probably about two or three weeks ago, so that's on his podcast, Raw Bras, R-A-W-B-R-A-H-S, and I will get that podcast uploaded on this one, too. There was also an awesome one that I, yeah, it's not on here yet, with um, Debbie Masca. Oh, Kimberly Masca, I believe is, I hope I'm saying her name correctly. Anyway, that was a great interview that we did, gosh, like August, I think, maybe even July of last year, and I need to put that one on here too. I love interviews. It's so fun to um, interact with somebody else, and the questions that they ask lead me in directions that I hadn't thought about before, so, and I love the unpredictability of it. My brain loves the, the you know, kind of being freaked out in some ways about, what are they going to ask? What are we going to, and what are we going to say? And then it just... It just happens. Okay, very good. I think that's it. (laughs) Thanks so much everybody. Thank you for registering. This is a new process that we were um, wanting to to do here and I appreciate you taking those steps. I hope you feel like it was um, an effective process and you made it here so that's good. (laughs) I love you so much and I am so honored to be a fellow human with you on the planet at this time. taking our lives into our own hands, claiming the light of God that we are, and supporting each other in that process. There are very few resources that are truly tuned to what I call these platinum age frequencies. And I am so delighted that I chose to incarnate at this time, and I'm so delighted that you did too. (sighs) Let's have fun. Please don't forget to have fun. This can be fun. Hmm, very good.